All right, welcome back to episode four of Wrestling with Fatherhood, aka the Klein Cast. This is Jason Klein. I'm here with Jackson, and we are here to tonight to discuss the 2019 Buckley Cup uh, from Proving Ground Pro Wrestling. Uh, we attended the show last night. It was a really good show. Um, really enjoyed it, and we'll kind of talk more about PGP as a whole maybe at the end. But uh, we will uh, we will jump into it. We uh, we kind of took some good notes this time for once. Uh, so we can kind of speak a little bit better on the happenings of each of the matches, I think. So, Jackson, I will let you get started. Uh, what was the first match? Okay, so the first quarterfinal match of the Ryan Buckley Memorial Tournament is Kevin Giza versus Paco Gonzalez. So, Giza versus Paco. Paco was, a, I believe, a late change to the card. Um and I believe this was the first time that Kevin Giza has been in Proving Ground Pro. Not 100% for sure on that, but I don't recall seeing him up there before. But uh, very good match. Uh, really good really good way to kick off the tournament. Um, you know, I thought that uh, pretty evenly matched. A lot of back, pretty went pretty back and forth throughout the entire match. Yeah. Um, I thought that... Uh, they have, like they, have, I think, in my opinion, they have they have really similar styles. The geese are showing a little bit more aggression, so that translated into a lot of back and forth combat. Yep, uh, I really liked. I need. I'd like to get the name of it. Uh, Giza hit a code breaker off the top on Paco, and then immediately went into a move where he kind of floated over the top of Paco, and then hit him with a second code breaker. Uh, I thought it was a pretty cool looking move. I need to look into that because I don't think I don't recall seeing that, and it really caught my eye. But um, you know, after some back and forth action again, uh, Paco with the win kind of caught him with a roll up out of nowhere. So um, really good match, really good way to start off the crowd, uh, the, the show. Crowd was really into both guys, and again, uh, pretty evenly matched in a in a very good contest. So good stuff. Okay, our next quarterfinal match was Derek Neal versus Shane Saber. Also, just so you know, Neal had a broken right hand. Uh, No, I believe it was his left hand. Okay. Broken left hand. So his left hand was in a cast. So he, the ref said he would disqualify him if he used the cast. So needless to say, he used the cast. So, uh, so let's back up. So definitely I thought this was kind of like a new school versus the old school matchup. Derek Neal to me is just a, like, I believe I tweeted about last night. He's, he's what pro wrestling was like when I was a kid. He is definitely a throwback. And I mean that in all the most positive ways. Uh, he just looks like a pro wrestler did when I was a kid. He has a more of a classic move set, um, where Shane Saver is a little bit more high flying and a little bit more a modernized pro wrestler, I would say, but really good match overall. Um, as Jackson said, uh, Derek Neal had the cast on the left arm. Ref warned him that if he saw him use it, he would DQ him. Uh, let's see. They did a, a little more kind of Neal got him. Neal kind of dictated the pace of the match. It was a little more brawling. Uh, they went outside. Um, Neal hit his non-broken hand on the metal pole. So then Saber dragged him around and never got to high-five the hand that got hit on the pole. That is. That, that was, that was kind of interesting. So, yeah, every, every, he, uh, he made it. Saber had everybody hit Neil's hand, and it, hurt. He, he, it did not feel good, apparently. 
Um, you know, I think Neil had Neil definitely the more aggressive in this one again, controlled the pace, really set the tone in more of a brawling style, really throughout. Um, yeah. he got a he got the illegal illegal cast hit to the gut when ref wasn't looking. Came in with the low blow. One, two, three. Yep. So I think, uh, you know, Neil did a good job of kind of, you know, he did whatever it took to get the win uh, as kind of witnessed in the next match for him too. But, uh, you know, what the ref doesn't see, you know, doesn't count. So he got the W. So overall, very good match. Sabre obviously was upset, uh, really took the ref to task for for missing both both the low blow and the shot with the cast. Rightfully so, obviously. He'd have had a lot better chance to win had those things not happened. So, But, all in all, really good match. So, our next match, our other quarterfinal match, was Tyler Matrix versus AJ Gray. Really quick pace starting off. This, really quick pace to start it off. AJ Gray, sunk, AJ Gray cartwheeling out of a Hurricane Rana. And I think we're seeing Matrix with an injured leg. And that... That was definitely what killed him during this match. So, definitely kind of a more interesting match. Um, you know, obviously, we're big fans of AJ Gray. I've seen him quite a bit. This was, uh, this was a, uh, you know, started off with a very technical match, I would say, for AJ. Definitely showed that, you know, he is a lot more than just a big, you know, a big guy that can go off the top rope. Uh, really held his own on the mat. Um, as Jackson said, Matrix injured his knee a little bit during the match, so AJ wisely focused on that. You know, really tried to get him down off his base. Um, down off his base, a lot, a lot of submissions to that left knee. Yep, really kind of single. Uh, you know, had him in a toehold. Um, really focused again, just trying to wear down that knee that was already injured. Um, kind of. Let's see here. What else we got? Oop. There we go. Um, all in all, really good match. One of the better matches of the night. Um, AJ hit him with a top rope. Uh, no, excuse me, second rope drop kick, Falcon arrow. by, uh, And then, uh, of course, AJ winning it with the lariat at the end. But all in all, really solid match. Uh, really liked it. Um, and just kind of a different side, like I said, to AJ here in this first match of the tournament for him. So good stuff. Okay, our final quarterfinal contest was Mike Outlaw, another card change. This was supposed to be Hakeem Zane, but he could not make it. Versus Dirty Jake Durden, which is a rematch for the Cutting Edge title. So to start things off, Jake Durden with a big boot to Outlaw in the corner. Yep, so so Durden, Durden really started off hard and fast with the power game. Brawled outside. Um, kind of start back from the top, though. Um, you know, Mike Outlaw is generally a fan favorite anywhere he goes. Um, but Jake Durden in PGP is the man, plain and simple. Um, it was very odd to hear Mike Outlaw get any sort of booze. Um, but it, certainly... the it ma- felt, To me, it felt like a shouting match for me the entire time because I was just yelling, let's go Outlaw. Well, every other kid in the entire building was yelling... Let's go, Durden. Outlaw sucks. Yes, definitely. Definitely, we were outnumbered. Uh, we were definitely pro outlaw. The vast majority of the crowd, though, was rooting for uh, 
was rooting for Dirty. But uh, all in all, again, very solid match. Um, you know, Jake Durden right now is definitely has definitely, I'd say, in the past six months to a year, really. What's the word I want to use here? It's taking his game to another level. Um, You know, he's always been good. He's been a mainstay in the area for years, but really has stepped his game up. Uh, And this tournament, all in all, as you'll hear us talk about, you know, that's kind of one of the defining themes of the tournament is just Jake Durden being on another level right now. Um, You know, Outlaw got out of one choke slam. Hit his, you know, hit his patented spinning forearm off the ropes. Mike hit a big boot, but out of nowhere gets caught. I mean, and that's the thing with Durden. He can catch you out in that choke slam out of nowhere. It looked as though Outlaw was in, getting ready, really, to make a big move at the end of the match. All of a sudden, he gets that choke slam from Durden. Bam, down, one, two, three. Um, you know, Show of respect between both guys after the match. This has been a big feud in PGP for that cutting edge title. Um, you know, they've had some really good matches between each other, and this is another one. So, uh, good stuff there. Okay, so that makes our semi finalist Durden. Durden. Paco. Paco. AJ. AJ. And Derek Neal. Okay, so that's our fourth semi finalist for the Durden, or for the Buckley Cup, excuse me. All right, our next match was a four-way for elimination match. For the vacant franchise title between Mr. PGP himself, Danny Adams, Dan Liplock, Baracus, and the ice pick, Vic Capri. In the very, be- very beginning of the match, everyone just tagging in and out because they all don't want to fight Baracus. Yep, so yeah, definitely Adams and Liplock were uh, a little gun-shy getting in there with Baracus, but uh, eventually Vic, Vic Capri says he, he's the man for the task, um, but Baracus just started off the match hot. You know, power slam on Capri, choke slam on Adams, suplex both Adams and Liplock at the same time, huge power slam, um, however... Uh, you know, the guys were smart and working together, Liplock and Adams and Liplock's manager all kind of got together to hold Baracus down, and Baracus was the first one eliminated. Okay? After that, Danny comes in and pins Liplock, one, two, three, and all of a sudden it's Danny Adams versus Vic Capri for for the vacant franchise title. So, these guys had a lot of back and forth action, um... Adams hit a big running drop kick, um, hit a backbreaker on him, uh, had multiple two counts there. I thought he was going for the win. Um, Adams hits a superplex, another two count. Um, but Capri kind of comes back at the end and just hits a huge running knee. It damn near knocked Adams out of the ring. I was, I mean, kind of caught me off guard because I, I, I mean, it, it was, it was awesome looking. Um, but hits that running knee and gets the pin. One, two, three. So your new franchise champ is the ice pick Vic Capri. So, um, you know, that's awesome to see. Uh, Vic Capri has been around the Midwest, specifically the Chicago area for years. Um, is a, is a true veteran and, uh, you know, just happy. Number one to see him in the area. Number two, obviously getting the title win, uh, 
uh, in his first time down this way in a while is awesome to see. So congratulations to Vic Capri, your new franchise champion. Okay. Okay, so our next match was a semifinal contest between yep. Derek Neal and Paco Gonzalez. Yep, so we had, at that point, we had intermission. And then uh, coming back, we had our semifinal first match. The Jackson said Derek Neal versus Paco Gonzalez. I'm just going to point out, Paco, his, the tornado, D for, tornado DDT for Paco, that's like his signature move. He hits that in almost every match. Yep, and definitely hit it here. Um... You know, thing that stands out to me, again, Derek Neal, just a classic pro wrestler. Lots of body slams, knee drops, forearms, you know, uh, just uh, sidewalk slam, you know, just a very classic offense. Um, really kind of, Paco started off hot at the first couple minutes, but then started Derek, Derek Neal took control after that. Um but uh, at the end of the match, it was, uh, again, that big left hand with the cast while the ref wasn't looking. Uh, you know, damn near knocked Paco out. And Derek Neal with the one, two, three, and moving on to the finals. So, good stuff there. Um, you know, again, definitely a, a clash of styles where you have Paco, more of a high flyer, versus Derek Neal, who's just more of a classic, you know, brawler. Um, and, and good stuff, though, overall. So, All right. Our next match was AJ Gray versus Dirty Jake Durden. And this was our second semifinal match. And Easily the match of the night. I, yes. Without question to me, this was the match of the night. Uh, in my notes, the first word I wrote was intensity. And uh, you, could definitely, you could definitely feel things. I mean, it was visibly turned up a notch. As these guys got to the got to the ring and the bell rang, um, crowd again solidly behind Durden. Jackson and I were outnumbered, but we did our best. Um, you know, this was um, you know more of just a pure brawl. I mean, they went all over the firehouse there, um, yeah. outside of the ring. Yeah. Durden threw him into the chairs. AJ, yeah, AJ getting thrown into the chairs, then head slammed on the fire truck. Yep, got it, got it, got slammed into the fire truck. Um, you know, but AJ would not be denied here. Uh, he just, I mean, again, I think I tweeted about it. this was this was one of the best matches I've seen of either one of these guys. Oh, and banger, banger, banger for sure. Um, that, uh, I mean, they just went after each other. Um, when like I said went outside, got the, got the chair, got the chairs involved. Uh, sat down and did that. Did the bar fight spot back and forth punches. Um, huge chop, huge, huge chop exchange. You know, dirt him with the boot to knock AJ out of the chair. AJ fired up on him. AJ fired up on him on the chop exchange and hit. Perhaps the the hardest chop, the hardest single chop for one chop, the hardest single chop I've ever seen thrown, and he hit that, and he said he looked right at Durden and said, "You won't forget me," and uh, I, I mean, out he will. It was insane. Um, also, if anyone out there is listening and knows someone who works for Zero One, can we get the rematch? Because what rematch? A rematch for Durden and AJ Gray. 
because that would probably be one of the best matches. Well, that, I'd say anywhere. I'd take that match anywhere. Like anywhere, yeah. I think, I think... That has... If you could do that again, that has potential to be match of the year. It was, uh, it was awesome stuff. Um, you know, thank you to the ref, you know, because he very easily could have counted these guys out. But let I mean he let he, he let him fight, um, and uh, you know at the end of this match, um, AJ going for had it had Durden down going for the lariat, but again, uh, as seen in the first match, Durden can catch that choke slam out of anywhere. Dropped him hard one two three, and on to the finals was Dirty Jake Durden. But again, um, outstanding match. Uh, definitely one of the best matches I've seen live this year. And go out of your way to find that when Proving Ground Pro drops it. Uh, they do, they're not on independentwrestling.tv, but they do, uh, they do have a YouTube channel. They have a Twitch channel. They need to get on independentwrestling.tv. I agree. That'd be awesome. But uh, there'll definitely be ways they're going to release that. So please make sure to check it out. All right. So that sets up your finals between Derek Neal and, and Dirty Jake Durden. And Dirty Jake Durden, but we had two matches before that. So um next match was Victor Analog versus Cody Lane. Cody Lane, he, he moved we first saw him in a in a six-man tag with two other guys versus the super bestie that's St. Louis Anarchy and Cody Lane, he's just been coming back up here, moved into the area. We've been seeing him a lot, and rightfully so. Yeah, no, he looked uh, he looked very impressive. Victor Analog, younger wrestler, um, but definitely coming into his own. He's you know he's a guy that has de- is improving bit by bit every time that we see him wrestle. Um, he hit a very cool. It was kind of a variation of a fisherman suplex. Oh yeah, almost like a snap fisherman suplex. If that makes sense, I don't know, but I hadn't seen that before from him. It looked really cool. Um, you know, the one thing that sticks out to me, Cody Lane, his, uh, his running senton is like one of the best off, you know, and, uh, he had a huge senton off the top rope as well. Um, one thing I did notice a little more attitude from Lane, uh, you know, kind of came out a little cocky. Um, he's starting to, you know, he's in the area. He's kind of starting to make a name for himself, maybe feeling himself a little bit. Um, maybe thought that, you know, obviously going against a younger, less experienced wrestler than himself. But, uh, you know, again, uh, he was able to back it up at the end, hit a, hit a J driller variation for the win over Victor analog, but overall pretty good match, pretty good match, pretty good stuff from both guys. So our next match, Jack, we had a tag team championship match between alpha Omega and diamonds are forever. So diamonds are forever being the golden gun, Mark Wheeler and the diamond tiger himself, Kobe Durst. Um, so let's see. Lots and lots and lots and lots of good combo moves from both teams. I I haven't really seen Diamonds Are Forever working as a team before. Nope, that was definitely the first time I'd seen them. Let's back up. So, I mean, how how over was Alpha Omega? Mm, they were over. I mean, my God. I mean, that, whole, that it, it sounded, I mean, if you've ever heard, like, the Beatles, old videotapes of the Beatles with all the girls shrieking... That's what it sounded like for Alpha Omega. Oh I mean, all the kids there were just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sounded like that for like the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, Pretty so, sure 
a couple people went deaf. So they are super popular up there, um, and rightfully so. They're a good young tag team. Uh, Alpha or uh, excuse me, Diamonds are forever. Like Jack said, I have not seen them work together, but have certainly seen both uh, in singles match. We've seen Kobe Durst quite a bit over the years, and Mark Wheeler a couple times now, and he's been down for Glory Pro. Um, like Jack said, lots of good tag moves from both teams. Uh, Alpha Omega retaining here. Um, you know, I think kind of really kind of suffered a little bit just because the, uh, and really, and Vic Lane and Analog too, that, I mean, the crowd was, after AJ and Durden, the crowd was drained. Um, I mean, they, you know, it, they, it took, it took everything it had out of those two wrestlers and the fans. Um, so it was kind of like a little more of a calm down. Um, but still, very good match from both teams. And Alpha Omega, they deserve better than this. They deserve tag teams that have been working together that can work together just as good as these as they can. Well, I would tell you this. I think that, you know, Diamonds Are Forever looked a little bit out of it. I will say that. Now, again, they're driving down from Canada. Okay. You know, these guys are on the road all the time. That's a long drive. Very easy to not be at the top of your game, so to say. I still thought they wrestled very well, all things considered. Um, but Alpha Omega, um, just a little too much tonight and retaining their uh, Proving Ground Pro tag team titles. So um, that takes us into our finals. So Dirty Jake Durden and Derek Neal here in the finals. And I'm just going to say this. This time we weren't in a shouting match because we cheered for I cheered for Durden. So the crowd solidly behind Durden here. Um, Derek Neal attacks him before the bell, really gets the upper hand early. Um, to me, this was just you know I would just I, I I would describe it as a classic pro old school pro wrestling match, and I mean that as a compliment. Um, you know you're not seeing. With Jake Durden and Derek Neal, you're not seeing a lot of high-flying moves, a lot of flashy stuff. You're seeing solid pro wrestling, solid hits, kicks, brawling, along with just more of a classic moveset. There you go. Um, so, very good match. Um, unfortunately, they're, uh, I don't remember exactly the spot. The ref got knocked out. I think Neal should... Uh... Neil ducked out of the way and Durden big booted the ref in the face. That's right. That's right. So, uh, ref was down. Rolls out of the ring. Neil, Derek Neil wisely uses the opportunity to hit a spinning back fist with the cast. Um, has him down. Has Durden pinned for an ex- like a ten, long... Yeah. Like ten seconds before a new ref finally comes out to the two count. New ref comes out, starts the count. Hits, hits the two count and just rolls outside to check on and then the first Dur- Yeah, Durden, Durden kicked out at two, but certainly was down. I mean... Uh, then the second ref is just checking on the first ref to the outside. Yep. Neil tries to hit the cast again, but Durden catches him. Choke slam. Ref gets back in the ring. One, two, three. We have, we have, our, we have our Counting Edge champion and Ryan Buckley Memorial Tournament 2019 winner. Dirty Jake Durden. So Durden with the win on the choke slam, all three matches. Um, and really all three, you know, again, the thing I liked about it is he was able to I mean catch him out of nowhere really on each one of those. It wasn't it wasn't really set up. He wasn't really 
in each of those matches at, at the time he hit it wasn't really even in control in a couple of them mm-hmm. but uh you know very uh, a very emotional win for Jake Durden um is he is generally more of a, a stoic character if you will um but uh I mean he was very emotional with the win uh very animated probably I mean you know again like I said Durden's been a a mainstay in the area for years but you know he he's been on a roll and this was no exception uh just outstanding stuff all three matches and uh, like Jackson said congratulations to the new Ryan Buckley Memorial Cup winner Dirty Jake Durden. Dirty. So um so Jackson overall what what'd you think was match of the night? Think- I already said it and I will say it again. AJ Gray versus Dirty Jake Durden, hashtag chopfest. Yeah, they got after it. So I would agree that was the match of the night. Um and I would tell you, I mean, obviously besides your champion Jake Durden, uh I thought that AJ Gray would have been your uh Almost your co-MVP, if you would, of the entire event. The thing I liked about AJ's performance is he had, he had two matches, and they were wildly different in both. Um, he had more of a, a technical match uh, in his first round, and the second round showed that he could brawl with the best of them. So, you know, um, I talked to AJ after the match, and he, uh, he said, you know, he brought his working boots, and it definitely showed. So, uh, we're, hoping, we're hoping to see him up here. Hoping to see him up here again. The drive to ten- from Tennessee is not an easy one, but... Nope, but, uh, yes, definitely hope to see more of AJ improving ground pro. I definitely think he's earned a rematch against Durden. He took him... He definitely took him to the limit. I thought he had the win there, so... Uh, great stuff overall. And, uh, you know, overall, just a, just a great event, you know. So, this is kind of the point where I'm going to rant just for a second. Um, of course you are. <laughs> of course I am right. So... Uh, Proving Ground Pro. Um, they are in central Illinois, not too much north of Springfield. Um, if you are listening to this, especially if you're in the St. Louis area, it is well worth your time and money to drive up to Petersburg to watch their shows. Um, without question, some of the best events that I go to in the area are Proving Ground Pro. Also... Uh, if you if you doubt that it's worth your money, their next show is a free show. You heard me right. Free show on July 4th at the Petersburg Fair. It so, is free wrestling, people. What more could you want? So I think they're going to have a show before then, but yes, they will have they always have a couple free fair shows in the summer, but you know, the thing I would tell you about PGP is they really focus on bringing in young talent uh, to the area. Um, certainly a lot of the names that you hear about now, the first time I saw them was in PGP. Jake something. First time I heard of Jake something. Proving Ground Pro. PGP. Hakeem Zane. PGP. Kobe Durst. PGP. Shane Saber. PGP. You know, and, and the list goes on. So they, you know, they bring in a lot of talent to the area, a lot of young talent. They I mean, they've had, you know, and then, and as well as big names, you know, they've had Gresham, Champa. Uh, in the past, a number, you know, that's just off the top of my head. But again, guys, you know, I, you see me, if you're, if you follow me on Twitter, you see me always hyping up their stuff. I mean, again, outstanding promotion, you know, the unsung hero of the area, in my opinion, it's not that far from St. Louis to drive up there. Um, you know, they have, that's a fun venue there at the firehouse. They have a good crowd. 
Um, and really, lots of kids, so it's very kid friendly. It is, it is kid friendly, but it is raucous, right? So, very, uh, a very loud and animated crowd. But uh, again, I can't stress enough. If you're not, if you're not able to get up there, you should definitely be following them on social media, checking out their YouTube, their Twitch channel, because these guys, uh, you know, these guys are, They're you know, make, they make sure people can see their stuff. They. Uh, you know, they put on some excellent events and I don't think quite get the coverage that they should. Uh, to me, Central Illinois, you know, right now, I mean, you talk about between between Pro Wrestling Force, Iron Spirit Pro out of Bloomington, Pro Wrestling, excuse me, Proving Ground Pro out of Normally Petersburg. essentially the Petersburg, Springfield area. You've got Zero One out of Mattoon, Central Illinois. Is St. Louis Anarchy out of Alton. That's true. So, obviously, Anarchy is home. But when you talk about Central Illinois, you're talking about an area that's really not getting looked at enough. They are having some outstanding cards and outstanding talent. I encourage you to look up all those promotions and see what they're all about. So, excellent stuff uh, all in all. So, Jackson, as we wrap up, anything else you want to say? Not really, just thank you for watching our podcast. Be on the lookout for the next episode. Not positive when that will be released, although I know it will be on a Sunday. Right, so we'll probably, we do have some upcoming shows that we're looking at. PWCS is coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, The Ladies Night Show for Anarchy is coming up. Um, So we might do a show on one, if not both of those, but... Uh, for now, again, as Jackson said, thank you for listening. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please let people know. Uh, we'd always love to get more uh, subscribers and listeners. So, uh, again, my name is Jason. This is Jackson, and thank you so much. Have a good night. Bye.